Show Podcast. Quick words, after show. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said. And, uh, anyway, this one, not after a show. We're actually just down in the dressing room. And uh, but we still want to do a show. I've got uh, with me, go around the uh, room. I'm Bob Bedore. I am Jesse Marcus. I'm Jason Wilde. And Michael Haycock. And uh, we're the four that seem to be doing most of these. So. <laughs> four of us! <laughs> most of these! Anyway, uh, what we do is we get, uh, from our social media, we get a one-word suggestion. We figure out a story. Uh, one of us tells a story that uh, tells us about that word. And then from that story, we create a little improvised scene. Jason, you've got the social media device in your hand. I do. And uh, the word we're going to get this time around is from Nicholas Don Smith. It is sobbing. Sobbing. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of fun. You looks like you got a story there, well, Michael? Well, I don't have a story. Just more like a... Just like cry a lot. Just, <laughs> just, I'm just always sad. Um, just what... How do you deal with a kid when he's crying? That's like a job because I mean, working, like legally, yeah, legally. Because <laughs> I mean, like a parent, Jason, our I mean, parents. Is that your question? I, I work with kids, and when they're crying, I just kind of like ignore them. And so, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a, it's a strategic strategy. Okay? I do the same thing when most I most like strategies care. are strategic. Yeah, it's yeah, strategic strategy. <laughs> um, That's how I do well, with like, like an injured hobo. Just pretend you don't hear or see them. Well, in my setting, it's usually because they're like seeking a tension and trying to get out of doing something and so I can't reinforce that behavior so I ignore them and they cry because I'm ignoring them and then when they get that's, over it and that's come actually back, what I do with my wife yeah oh I just ignore she, her just, when she's crying I don't want to reinforce that I'm going to do stuff around the house so the standard you're sad I'm going to go to the bar I for operate a on a different MO I ignore my girlfriend until she starts crying <laughs> Mrs. Johnson, I'm glad you've come here to the uh, the hospital. Please tell me about your uh, please tell me about your ailments. Well, uh, I've lost the feeling in my lower left foot. I also have a cut on my arm that I've mm. had for six months. It doesn't appear to be healing. Well, good. I'm gonna. I I think we've got just the doctor for you. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I'm gonna. He, in fact, he should be coming in any moment now, and uh, should be uh, should be right here. He'll be able to take care of you. Uh, come hello, in, doctor. Hello, hello there. Uh, I'm Dr. Uh, Nisicero. Um, can I see the chart for a moment? Oh, sure. Yes, yeah, so there's the chart. As you can see, uh, feeling in the right leg, not mm-hmm. having. There's a cut on her arm. Uh-huh. And uh, It doesn't appear to be healing. Oh, yeah, look at that. It mm. is throbbing heavily. I've recommended that we just ignore it for another week. You know, like, I, I'm going to recommend that you take two days of not worrying about this and uh, go home, watch some TV. Uh, trust me, I went to medical school. Uh, just leave this be. I've, I've heard that it could be diabetic nerve pain, and I could lose one of my toes or possibly my whole foot. And you know what? That very well could be, but we won't know until you just take those two days. So take two days and then call me in the morning. How's that sound? All right, fantastic. Uh, get back I... two days later. She comes back completely healed. Come in, doctor. I'm here with Mrs. Johnson. All right. Uh, you may remember me. I'm Dr. Nassisero. Can I see the chart, please? Yes. Right. Look at that. Complete feeling in the right leg. The cut is gone. The laceration does appear to have healed. Dr. Nassisero. Mm-hmm. I thought your methods were unorthodox, but I, I can't believe how well I'm doing now. I don't know what the rest of your life is like, but as a doctor, 
You're a hero. Well, you know, I, I'm well aware of that. In fact, uh, you can cure almost any ailments by simply pretending it doesn't exist. Maybe you'll find a copy of my book, Turn a Blind Eye to Blindness and Other Ailments. We no. cut to his home life. <laughs> well, another, another hard day. Daddy, of, daddy, daddy, daddy. Another hard day Johnny of being a doctor. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> oh. Oh, ow, my so, arm is broken. What have the kids been up to today? Uh, well, you know, Johnny and uh, Johnny cage. and Bobby have been fighting a little bit. Uh, Bobby's in a cage. Um, uh, hey, kid, doing a lot of crying. Is nobody home? Who, who are you? I, I'm I'm your new dad. I'm taking you out of this window. Hey, you strange man in my living room. Could you <laughs> keep it down? We're trying to enjoy some wine. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Okay, so I'm just gonna. All right, well, you just go back to drinking the wine. We see Dr. Cicero take the remote and turn the TV volume up a little bit. <laughs> now, you get in this burlap sack. Okay, I don't see why not. I'll sling it over my shoulder. <laughs> Out the window we go. We see the man with, a bur with the burlap sack over his shoulder sneak his way to the horse-drawn sleigh in the front yard and then take off into the sky. So, uh, where are we? We cut to the South Pole. <laughs> everyone! Everyone! Mega Santa's back! He's back! Yay! Yay! I brought you a human sacrifice! Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> delicious! Delicious human! He's, he's a boy. He's a young one. He should be perfect for your needs. Us fleas are grateful. <laughs> Yes, we should have chosen a better name for reverse elves than fleas, but <laughs> it was close to elves backwards. Now That's we'll true. have the now we'll have the energy to make all the boys and girls of planet Earth various diseases. Make them far worse. Let me just empty out this burlap sack. <gasps> I'm gonna use you to make hepatitis B. What? How? Hey, hey, where I want to go home? I want to go home where my mom and dad love me. We cut to it's one month later, and we're in the hospital, and Dr. Nassisero is sitting on, uh, on a chair in the break room, and he's watching a news story on the TV screen. This is in hepatitis C and D on a very big, uh, just epidemic proportions. And Bob, it's amazing because hmm? it seems like all the world's ailments amongst children are on the rise. We need a doctor at this time to step up and help us solve things. Otherwise, the future is looking grim. You see Dr. Cicero get up and yell out of the break room door, Everybody, come in quick. My uh, news segment's going to be on in a couple seconds. Three Everyone. people walk into the room. <laughs> yeah, what? We cut back to the TV. and Later today, a cat who knows how to do taxes. But first, one of the life-saving doctors on the front lines of our latest ailment epidemic. Hello, I'm uh, Dr. Nassisero, author of the new book, Turn a Blind Eye to Blindness and Other Ailments, available at your local Barnes & Noble. So, um, I understand that this uh, hepatitis D um, is causing a lot of uh, panic, but you know, there's a simple method, a simple treatment for this, and it if goes you can as... help us out with that, Doctor, because it seems to, it appears that it started from the South Pole and is just making its way around the globe. Yes, it, it is currently encompassing the globe, and... Mm -hmm. um, but, but what's that simple method? Well, the, but it's very simple. Everyone can do this to help uh, cure the world one at a time. You simply take one hand, 
-hmm. you put it against the corresponding ear. You then take so the other you're saying, hand. So you're saying left hand to left, left ear. Left hand to left ear. Okay, yeah. Right hand over your right ear. Right. And then you close your eyes and mm -hmm. you say, la, 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 until it just goes away. Hmm. About how long do you think that would be? As long as it takes. You know, society will need to designate uh, peepers yeah, to open their eyes and see if the uh, hepatitis D has gone into a submissive state, so. Well, there you have it. Dr. Francis Nicicero, I don't remember his first name, so I'm just guessing there, has told us that the solution to this is to simply ignore it. Find out of blindness. We cut to one month later. The world is a wasteland. Dead bodies everywhere. You're going to have to pull the hands away from his ears. He's been doing this for one month straight. I just need a blood transfusion. No, I can hear you. I'm susceptible now. And see. Dr. Nicicero seems like the next Dr. Oz. He knows what he's doing. I like the narcissist part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, well, like, why did it take so long to come up with the last name? Oh, uh, Nicicero. Well, actually, yeah. I was going to say Dr. Narcacus. He's <laughs> the doctor from the low testosterone commercial. Oh. I'm like, other people might know that name. So I just said, Nar said Narcissus. You're apparently the only one who pays attention to the low well, testosterone yeah, commercial. I, I um, He needs to know. Yeah. For my job, I'm in a truck like all the time, especially for snow plowing. So I hear that commercial. 20 plus times a day. All right, then. What's our next word, Jason? Consume. Consume. That's uh Well, I'll, I'll share a... Yeah. I'll share a, a story of our of one of our Quickwits visits to Denny's that I'm not very <laughs> proud of. It would be during what Denny's called Baconalia. Oh, a sinful celebration of bacon in which they put bacon in everything, including milkshakes. Yep, I had one. You they're, did. They're not good. In I fact, multiple people had them, and multiple people agreed that they weren't good. Yeah. You're the Except one for one person <laughs> who had everyone else's. <laughs> oh, my God. You see, I had one shake on my own volition, and I finished a second of my own volition. And then it became, wouldn't it be funny if you drank all of those shakes? <laughs> so I consumed not two, not three, but four bacon milkshakes oh at Denny's. I deconsumed them in the parking lot not very long later. Uh, much to my own sadness, but now I have to live with the fact that that story comes up every time we're sitting at Denny's and somebody orders a milkshake. I freaking, I love Denny's. I love hate Denny's so much. Mm -hmm. It's like McDonald's. I just don't like McDonald's. Not sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> and, but, not now we're <laughs> But I do, I don't know, it's, it's tough. Places like Denny's, Village Inn, they do have good milkshakes, so I'll, I'll give you leniency in that aspect. <laughs> you ate four of the best thing they had. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I've never eaten something to the point of throwing up, though. I've never done that. I've drank. Surprisingly for me, that's the only time I've eaten something to the point of throwing up. Do you eat or drink milkshakes? Uh, I guess it depends on the thickness, the thickness or, of well, the... it's spoon or straw, right? Yeah, prefer, this is a really straw. this is like a really stupid subject of like a semantics argument, but I'm just curious as to what you guys think. I I, drink, I prefer ones I can drink. I prefer a, a straw kind of shake. I like the spoon. All right, <laughs> sir. Uh, welcome. Can I interest you in a beverage? We have 
Uh, coffee or tea. I'm just, what, what would be the consistency of your coffee? Um, you know, just your, well, your thickness. I'd coffee. say on the Verthactor scale, it's about a seven and a half. Mm. Is that, uh, that's not really the scale that's used through most of the restaurants. Well, in, uh, in the, the, the MacGoober scale yeah, is popular that, amongst a lot of restaurants, right. like your McDonald's. But, you know, we like to feel like we're at a higher level, so. Well, what would it be on the MacGoober scale? About a seven and a half. Oh, <laughs> I forgot they're actually. <laughs> they actually, they're, they're the same. They're the same I mean, scale. Just, I just, different names. But, uh, just MacGoober's uh, a funnier name. A seven, that's not bad. That's a, that's a good thickness. We do have our water, though, is a nine. So if you're Ooh. looking for thickness, we can go with a, a, a nice water. Magna? Will you order and move already? I'm just trying to figure out the thickness. Just go for a six on the MacGruber scale and shoot it halfway. They don't. They only have a seven. We don't mix it to your mark on the scale, sir. Then you know I what? I'm leaving. I'm I'm gonna go to the back, mm -hmm. and maybe you guys can figure this out because I have better things to do than have myself harassed by you. So we cut to the back room where he's finally just had it with his job. What's the matter? I asked them what they wanted, and then they went into this tirade uh, about the MacGoober scale. Come to Managee. Come here. Come give me a hug. Oh. Yeah. Would, would, you like, would, would you like my arms around your upper body or your lower put your body? Arms, or? Put your arms wherever, wherever he feels appropriate. Okay, if I slide him right here, that's, that's about a nine. Right? I'll yeah, I'm a nine. Yeah. As I'm a they embrace, scale. you notice that every square inch of the office walls is all pasted in those hang-in-there-baby dangling cat <laughs> posters. Do those mean customers ask you challenging questions? They just, they wanted, they wanted a, a less thick coffee than what we offer. That, I'm so sorry. That, that's just, I can imagine how you feel. Meanwhile, um, a mini riot has erupted in the dining area as the customers are getting sick. I want something to eat! I'm I didn't drink! They scrambled eggs were supposed to be a ten! They're ruddy as hell! This is a seven! Seven? Hell, that's a four! This is ridiculous! This is... My child's choking! Just don't look! <laughs> la 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 la! So suddenly, suddenly one of the uh, people in the restaurant, uh, they, they, had a, they had a large box and it falls to the ground and spills out. Snakes start slithering all around the, <laughs> the entire restaurant. <laughs> Oh crap, snakes! <laughs> snakes! Snakes are biting people left and right! The snakes are only a five on the MacGruber scale, so they're kind of a soft jelly-like snake. <laughs> our, our employee comes back in to see the carnage going on. I did not sign up for this. Managee! Sir! Sir! I've been bitten by a snake! I need you to suck out the venom! Now! How deep, how far would you say it is to, in your system? Well, on the Susaki scale, is it, a, is it a five or closer to a nine? It's, well, about a seven, so right in the middle between the two. I need you to suck this venom out now. You're the only one who can consume it. This man's reached level eight of the death-death scale. You better hurry up. That's the worst scale. I know. All uh, right. You, put your holes in my mouth. <laughs> and uh, you on the death-death scale. Somebody get him lemon. It's a natural antioxidant. It should stave off death. 
Before you know it, there's a line of people who need the venom sucked out of their snake bites. And we see uh, we see another guy that's uh, trying to he's he's stepping over booths and he's carrying another large box and he trips and he spills and cats fly out everywhere and one cat just hangs hits a hits an electric wire up top that's dangling across the top and the cat's just hanging by its paws. Just hang in there, baby. The cat falls to its death and the power goes out. <laughs> it's so freaking dark in here. On a, on a darkness scale, how far would you put it? About seven and a half. The darkness scale only goes to six. It's darker than pitch black. Meanwhile, all the cats have eaten all the snakes and the cats have mutated into snake cats. Hand scene. <laughs> we'll never know how that saga ends. I was waiting for someone to say, a man went into the bathroom, he pulls his pants down and sits down, and oh, a bunch of wasps come <laughs> That was a stinky poop. A ten on the stingy sting scale. Stingy like sting. We had all the scales. I like that. Uh, well, I had to go somewhere. It's time for our. Yeah, we, we have time for one more word. All right. Uh, we just had a new word come up from uh, Chris Shanahan, and uh, it was uh, it's cloister. I should have probably checked it before I read it out like, loud. Like the Pokemon? Uh, I don't know. We've got cloister. I don't know that that's a cloister, Pokemon. Cloister. The only the reason I know of the word cloister is from the song One Night in Bangkok because mm-hmm. it's you'll find a god in every golden cloister. Yep. Um, and I didn't know until relatively recently that that song is from a play. It's yeah, from it's chess. chess. Yep. Yeah, it's from chess. And we don't do that. Then, well, I'm usually pretty on top of like the musical scene, and I found out that Tim Rice wrote the song for it, and I'm like, I, I, I love Tim Rice. And so I just didn't know that. But What's a cloister, then? I, I, I just thought it was like a group of something. It's, it's like an oyster, but closed off. See, I thought it was closer to a cluster. So a cloister is a closed oyster? Yeah, yeah. it's the opposite of it. <laughs> that's exactly what I is. feel like you guys are no, no, pulling my leg right now. Exactly what it is. On, the, on the BS scale, you guys are at about a nine right now. It's like cloister or plainster. <laughs> are you looking up cloister right now? <laughs> so this is, a, this is a, a debate because it, it is one of those words, though, that I... Whatever it is. It is in the Pokédex. Yeah, it's a Pokémon. <laughs> it's a Pokémon. Pokémon is not from the musical chess. <laughs> Otherwise, they owe that musical a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> not in Bangkok. What, is, what does Merriam-Webster tell us about Cloister, Bob? <laughs> I'm, apparently, if you spell it the way I did, all you get is a uh, Pokémon. <laughs> I think it's an I, not a Y. It, it is an I, did you? <laughs> cloister definition. It's a group. That's a close A covered walk in a covenant monastery college. Yeah, I, I knew it. I figured it had something to do with religion. So it's a. It's a religious clamp. <laughs> in the context, in the context of the song, why would it be? You'll find a god in every golden group of something. <laughs> I didn't know from the freaking song. That was you. We're not one being. So no one else knew. So the cloister has nothing to do. With an oyster. <laughs> Is that what we've learned here today? Well, if it's a religious Your oyster. random tie to Pokemon was completely fruitless. 
All right, welcome to today's Spelling Bee. Uh, we've got a oh, fascinating boy. group of kids here today. And uh, we go to our first word, and our first word is cloister. Could I, could I have the definition? Uh, would you like the modern definition or the actual definition? I, I'd like the, the accurate definition, please. Uh, All right. Cloister, a wall-covered area in a monastery or some other religious location. I actually think you'll find that it's a Pokemon. <laughs> I hear it's a group of stuff! <laughs> All right, um... Would see? you like me to use that in a sentence? I would love you to use it in a sentence. My dad found a series of cloisters and gave my mom a necklace. <laughs> uh, that, that sentence is, you'll find a god My in dad gave my mom a pearl cloisters. necklace, too! I wanted, he, I wanted to see it, but they wouldn't open the door. Could you please? You, you can't, you can't. Easter's coming, I hope she wears it to church. Kids, kids, we're all on national team. They're on ESPN. I'm sorry, um, C-L-O. Oh, is it an I or a Y? I can never remember. Y-S-T-E-R? That is... Incorrect. No. However, you have now brought forth a Pokemon god right here in the middle of the the hall. Who summons Pikachu? <laughs> the Thunder Mouse. God, he's terrifying. We cut to ancient Greece gods in Pokemon world. Hey, what, what happened to Pikachu? He was just here a moment ago. Oh, Charmander, Hermes. You Wait, someone didn't misspell cloister, did they? I uh, think that's what happened. We should have a different calling system. I, I just think we shouldn't be standing here in this cloister. We should spread out a little bit and not be grouped up. That is what cloister We are in a right? covered walk. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, I... I <laughs> Well, uh, maybe I'll pop over to the Roman gods and check on uh, Magnemars. <laughs> we, we cut that. <laughs> the kids are screaming because the <laughs> Pegasus is shooting lightning bolts out of its tail at all of them. And gotta fry them all! <laughs> And suddenly he flashes and he's gone and, a, and, and a, just a flash of sulfur and brimstone and it's, it's back to the uh, moderator. All right, uh, the next word... <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Is... Uh, linguist. Can you spell it for me? <laughs> no one's ever asked that question before. I, I'm not even sure I'm going to have to consult the rules on this. Are we allowed to spell the word for them? So the moderator whispers the question to one other moderator, who then whispers it to someone else, who then whispers it to a messenger who takes off for the hills on foot. Um, after miles and miles of running, he comes to a big cloister out front of a monastery, and he asks the monk out front if he can enter. Excuse me, sir, I've traveled many miles. We must ask a question in honor of the Spelling Bee Committee. You seek answers to the spelling of linguists. Yes, yes, we see, see a, a, a child has asked if we are able to spell the word for him. We've never been confronted with this issue. Ah, yes, 
the child of legend, the child who was foretold of, the son of she who bears the necklace of pearl. <laughs> Enter, Traveler. We flash back to the night that the kids' parents were in the bedroom. Sweetheart, I swear to you, this is foretold by prophecy. Just grin and bear it. Well, I, I don't know. We cut back to the temple. Wow, look at all these books. Yes, of course. Um, you must choose only one book, for only one book holds the true answer. And if it, it, for tr if it for true be prophecy that was foretold. You will choose correctly. I picked this one. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, he Turn a blind eye to blindness. <laughs> and other ailments. <laughs> see, there we go. <laughs> hey, uh, we hope you've enjoyed that little weird deal that we've got going on called At Which End. Ow! Uh, if you are uh, in the greater Salt Lake area, you can always check us out every Saturday night at 10 p.m. If you're not, you can just wait for these podcasts to come out shortly after those shows. And if you talk to your friends, you can tell them you got to hear hilariously in podcast form. Bob, Jesse, Jason, Michael, thanks so much, and have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.